Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Take It Away, the complete Paul McCartney archive podcast. Hey everyone, this is Ryan from Take It Away, the complete Paul McCartney archive podcast. I'm walking from my apartment right now out into the street to meet a friend who you may know. There he is. I'm recording already. (laughs) How's it going? Good. We're getting ready to go. Paul and I are going to the Arclight Theater in Hollywood. We're going to go see Bruce McMouse. We'll record a little bit of our drive over. Yeah. It's, uh, it's all very exciting. Um, I've only seen this one other time, Ryan. How many times have you seen so, uh, this? I'll be honest with you, <laughs> <laughs> because I can be. I've seen parts of this. Yeah. I haven't sat down to see the whole thing. Yeah. Because when I saw that it was going to be in the theater, I'm like, well, I can watch this. Yeah. Or I can just watch it in the Arclight Theater. (laughs) So I didn't know it was going to be in theaters. I was pretty stoked to find out that it was. uh, Because I did not, like a bad McCartney fan, I did not get the Red Rose box. I didn't get it yet. I, uh, I got the Wildlife box. Uh, okay. Like some sort of maniac. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like that? Wildlife? But yeah, no, the box. I, I like the box. Yeah, the box is nice. Um, they get some really cool stuff in there. but So I don't actually have the Red Rose um, bonus DVD where this comes right. with it. So I'm pretty excited that I'm going to be able to see it again here. Uh, but yeah, I saw it at my dad's uh, place in Florida. My uh, father, Wayne Kaminsky, who... Uh, runs the Yesterday and Today podcast, the talent, if you will, um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it, it's it's wild, it's insane, I can't believe this thing was kicking around NACA's attic or whatever, yeah. you know. It's really crazy, and well, one aside about your dad's show, yeah. he and your show too, so I was on the Steve Hoffman forums today, uh-huh. just looking at what they've been saying about our show and yeah. other Beatles shows and they're like yeah this Take It Away is good but have you heard uh, Yesterday and Today <laughs> no way. which is excellent <laughs> and I was like oh man <laughs> got him you got got yeah um, well we'll have to do a battle of the podcasts uh, we'll uh, have it at Max's Diner I would love that yeah. Casey Kasem will host we're gonna bring him up from the grave <laughs> get Rodney Bigenheimer whatever that guy's name is <laughs> some canters every night at like 10.30. Oh my god. Um, well, that's cool. It's a good little tidbit. Um, we asked Denny. I don't, we had him on yes. a couple weeks ago. I have not heard the second one yet. It's really interesting. Like, Denny was telling some stories that I've never even heard before. But, we, I mean, I asked him, like, so, did you remember? And he was like, no, I don't. And he was like, what's it like? 
acting with a fake cartoon mouse. And he's like, well, you're just looking at the thing and it's not there. Like, he's so matter-of-fact about everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. He was actually saying, he's like, I was pretty disappointed. I played a, a couple of bomb notes. On the live stuff? Yeah. yeah. See, that's, I mean, I find that, I feel like that's probably not an uncommon sentiment amongst musicians when they watch their live sets. However, the idea that we have perfect quality of that iteration of Wings yeah. playing and no one really, I mean, there was rumors about this and like, I guess it was sort of known that something happened, but the idea that this, that we just have it now, we have that iteration of Wings yes. boggles my mind. So. Denny, I, uh, I'm very sorry about the bum notes. I don't personally care <laughs> because, my God, it's awesome just to have this little snapshot. Uh, seeing Denny and Henry McCulloch uh, interact with each other on stage is just something we never really had before. So it's wild because Henry McCulloch, like, if you see him in still photos, seems like a pretty, you know, he's uh, serious, maybe a, a tad dour. Yeah, for sure. But when you when you see him in this, he's all animated. Like he's as animated as the goddamn brat. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> it's a it's 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 a really cool experience to see that. Um, I had the pleasure of seeing Henry at a Beatle Fest before he went missing. Right. He right. Went yeah, missing. he went missing. I don't think. It's presumed presumed dead. Um, yeah, isn't that wild? But it's really cool, and you get what what you, the, one of the cool things you get in this is the early Milo. Solo, the um, right, the pre one before he changed it. I still can't believe that that is just a live take. Yeah, like they were just doing live <laughs> takes, and Paul's like, Yeah, I'll just sing that flawlessly <laughs> almost every time. Yeah, yeah, that's wild. It's a great record, My Love. I love I, My Love. I, uh, a funny story about like Beatle romantic songs. I, I'm a I'm more a Paul guy than than any of the others, but I love you know I love them all. Yeah. But um, so I I try I made an early attempt with my now wife uh, Susanna to make my love our song. And what happened with that? <laughs> Didn't stick. <laughs> you know what stuck? This is the uh, weird. This is gonna uh, this is gonna boggle I, some boggle some heads. I'd love to hear what stuck. Out the blue. Oh yeah, off John. Of, off of Mind Games. That was a late discovery for me. That was one of those songs that. I just missed, you know, you go through the discographies and you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, w it wasn't until Andrew Grant Jackson's Still the Greatest right, book when right. it was on one of those fake Beatles records where I'm like, holy sh**, this sure. is like a Beatles song. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's. I think it's getting getting to Beatle level. I feel like McCartney would have cleaned up some of the stuff a little bit. Right. But, um, and even the, what's, so anyway, that was our wedding song. <laughs> and we, we danced to that at our wedding and my dad just looked on going, what the, that one, yeah. really? And, uh, and the line that always cracks me up on it that is so crazy is, uh, he says, like a UFO, you came to me. I guess in New York, he had thought he had or claimed to have seen a UFO, <laughs> and it's just such an insane line and an yeah. insane sentiment. But Susanna and I crack up every time we hear it. So when you see our wedding videos and things, we're dancing very romantically, and then we sort of burst into laughter during that <laughs> that little bit. But Nothing um, like having 
your wedding song had the line like a long slow knife and a, <laughs> right? a long slow knife. <laughs> yeah, you were killing you guys were killing me in that chaos episode because I think it was Chris who was pointing out some of the bonkier lyrics in that album. And uh, I was actually driving along this road, actually, uh, listening to that on the way to um, the Smokehouse. And, uh, oh, the Smokehouse is excellent. Oh, it's great. It's great. Uh, losing my mind. It, some of Mac's finest lyrics, I think, but also some wild stuff in there. From Chaos and Creation? Yeah. I'm trying to think what Chris... I mean, Chris really points some stuff out that I just am always like, what? I didn't even notice that. <laughs> Sometimes I go back and I listen to the episodes and I don't even agree with myself. (laughs) I'm like, oh man. Can we do a podcast on a podcast episode or is it too meta for everybody? Yeah, I find it hard to listen to um, some of the early stuff that James and I did on our uh, Third Men podcast three years ago. Uh, a lot of time and a lot of experience has passed yeah. since then. I'm almost like, let's just chop the first 20 off and, you know. Right, yeah. I actually do notice that, funny you say 20, when I listen back to the episodes, you know, because you don't hear them for a month, I yeah. always think, I don't even wake up. And not that it'd be them in the morning, it's just, you don't warm up for 20 minutes. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. for sure. Sometimes James and I are recording really late at night, and he's three hours ahead of me, so he's way more tired than I am. Yeah. But I, you know, we both are home from work, and we're just dead. But we soldier on, you know. Got to soldier yeah. on. No, you do. Like uh, McCartney through uh, four hundred Wings uh, lineups. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Okay. So well, let's. Well, I guess let's go back to the exactly that. Yeah. So they record this. What, 72? Yeah, 72. So I guess this is... I'm fuzzy on the timeline, but I think it's around... It's I think it's after the first leg of, like, college shows? Is um, it before they recorded Red Rose? We have to call your dad. Yeah, he would know. He would. I don't know if it's before or after. I think it's before... Because all the... Because the Red Rose songs that appear in it, you get Big Barn Bed and... Uh, my love. Yeah, it's just one of those wild, rich rock star ideas. Like, yeah, let's uh, let's do a live thing, but let's animate some mice. Yeah, into it. And one is a one's like Shaggy from Scooby Doo. One is like sort right. of like, hey man, you dad, you just don't get it. I love wings. It's like, yeah. Paul, hey man, blah blah blah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I think it's Paul doing yeah, that too. He's so. like New Orleans, like. <laughs> I can't believe the wings are on stage right now. It's going to be crazy. Can I tell you this? You do a frighteningly good impression of that. That's <laughs> all the casting directors out there. Yeah. I'm available. Yeah. Director hate mail to Ryan Brady. Yeah. Los Angeles, California. Uh, but yeah, so we're getting like, they've been on the road a little while. They're working the kinks out. They're playing the wildlife material. They're playing the Ram material. They're really not deviating from wildlife and Ram all that much. So even back then, McCartney's trying to lump Ram into the Wings catalog. Man, uh, that which, would have been amazing. I mean... If he could have pulled it off. I know. Um, so anyway, I, so it's that era. You're getting a little a little of the Red Rose stuff. So 
it's a it's a unique time, you know. You get an enthusiastic Henry McCulloch. You get uh, a fresh-faced Denny. He looks like he's twelve years old. Yeah, really. Does. Looks so young. McCartney's taken some of the. It's interesting to see what he and Linda are wearing. They're they're taking some of the uh, stage uniforms for a spin. Uh, you, you, we get a little sequin action in. 76. Nothing like a little sequin. <laughs> Some of those wings live. Because Chris and I haven't even talked about any of this yet. Some yeah. of the, those wings outfits in 76, oh. the tour. The I love kimono I and, love the, <laughs> and the various other things. Like, where the hell did those come from? Yes. I mean, so I think this is what we're seeing in what we're about to see tonight is the genesis of some of the, or maybe not the genesis, but like the first step toward that stuff. Yeah. They're more decked out. They're, and they're also more all over the place in this than they yes. are on 70. 76, there's a weird, there's a uniformity to it almost. Yeah. A similar well color oiled, palette. All, yes. all that. And McCartney looks a little more timeless in 76 than he does here. The mullet is out of control. Oh, it's a good looking mullet. It's... It's out of control. Yes. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's 2018 Courtney Barnett level. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's it's That's off the charts. Tops. See, I, I could make charts. a case that the 76 hair is rock star hair. Yeah, like, for sure, because it's like feathered a yeah, bit. Right, right. right? <laughs> it's a McAdoo. <laughs> There's somebody on payroll doing that every night. <laughs> yeah, I think it was uh, Gertrude Higgins, I think that Gertrude Higgins, right? Yeah. So... So anyway, the fashion is insane, but I think they closed this thing. Do you want spoilers at all? I don't want to spoil this for you. For me? Yeah, because the spoiler, no, the, ending, the ending, the ending that they end on, it's a, it's crazy. Do you want to know or do you want to be surprised? Uh, you know what? Let's give right. the listeners a little bit of surprise. Okay. I actually don't know. Yeah. I'm like turning into the worst Paul McCartney fan. <laughs> because, guys, how much more can I put into my eyes and ears, you know? So I'll, I'll give you a hint. You want a hint? Give me a hint, yeah. We knew he played this. We knew he played this. But we didn't have it like this quality. Okay. And that, so that's, that's a little hint. Hmm. Uh, and it's one of his finest vocal performances throughout his entire career. Really? I mean, just the song. Uh, but anyway, that's that's enough hints. I don't okay, want to spoil that's, it yeah, anymore. Actually, and I have no, I still have no <laughs> idea what it is. But yeah, I'm excited. I got um, I got a lot of different emails from coworkers saying, "Hey, I heard there's a dumb Paul McCartney thing at our clients. <laughs> I imagine you're going. If you're not, here's the link in case." Hey, dork! Yeah. I know you like this <laughs> shit. Yeah. I have my wings. Why don't you go? Oh yeah. My wings poster up on my cube. Uh, to, uh, you know, let my freak flag fly. But when I called my wife, I was like, hey, my buddy Paul, he wants to go. And she's like, oh, yeah, then you'll just go, <laughs> you'll go with him. <laughs> yeah. yeah, my dad tried to sell it to, to my wife as like, uh, hey, you know, you like animation. <laughs> Do you like Walt Disney? <laughs> Do you like high quality mouse animation? Well, I mean, we should talk about that. This is... There's a long storied history of Paul and animation. Yeah, it's true. Even dating back to the Wings era with like the, let's call it lightly racist Seaside Woman video. Yes. Which I guess some people may take issue with me saying that, but at the time, I'm sure it was acceptable to somebody. Um, There's the also lightly racist Oriental Nightfish 
video. It was a different era, man. It's a different time. It's crazy. But yeah, I mean, all that stuff you'll notice, it's not on YouTube. You can't, yeah. it's not on his official channel. So I think he's like aware yeah. of that. You can watch the Dance Tonight video on YouTube in like a low bit rate, though, fidelity. I like that video. I like that video too. The Natalie Portman and Michelle Gunn. What do you think of the new one? Oh, who cares? Uh, who cares? That's yeah. great. It's great. I, I think it's really good. I, I like the video more than I like the song. Yeah, I don't like. I don't really like the song. I think it's just get back again. Yeah, it's like uh, from where I'm sitting, I'm, I'm happy. I like the record. I like the Egypt Station a lot. Yeah. And I like that song until he started saying this is about anti-bullying. I was like, man, right. you are not the first. Person. Did you see that in the? Not is it Grand Central? It was Grand Central Station, where he had that live show in New York. Yes. Did you yeah. watch that? Yeah, yeah. I actually watched most of it, and he like brings people up on stage <laughs> to call out the. And he's like, "These people were bullied. <laughs> this song's for you. Here, you look like a yeah, yeah. yeah. What do they make fun of you for? Your hair? What you... <laughs> right. And I and I get the point of it. And I think it's a, it's a sweet sentiment. And I think one of the women that we like we communicate with her. Oh really? Yeah, D Dana. And I was just like, I wonder how that felt. Like, are you empowered? It's like, hey, it's Paul. Or is like your bully out there somewhere, like sharpening his sword, <laughs> getting ready to get you? And I'm probably getting in trouble for saying that. I feel like it would, it's a mix. It would be a mix of sort of mild embarrassment with yeah. how quickly can I end this? Right, 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 um, right, right. But the idea of being on stage with Paul probably Trump like uh, exactly. surpassed all of that. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, so we are about to pull into the parking garage here. Yeah. Off, just got off of Sunset Boulevard. Ah, uh, yes. Past the Cinerama Dome. I passed the Amoeba Records. Still up, still open. Still hanging in there. What's going on with that? I heard, yeah, it was a couple years ago they, they said they were moving. I don't know. I ask every time I'm in there, like, or periodically, not every time. It yeah. Make me crazy, I think. But, um. The guy's back. He's going to ask us again. <laughs> don't look at him. I just wanted to know, you know, because this, it's, you know, you'd think the bigger record store wouldn't be the best. But this one really, really is. For quality to, um. Uh, selection to price even yes even, it beats the smaller stores like because I love Atomic um, yeah, Atomic's good Freak Beat is also very good but Amoeba just rules it just yeah it's the best rules. one it rules them all it's so big you walk in there Amoeba we are available for advertising <laughs> <laughs> when you walk in there you go to any of your favorite artists even in the use section yeah and you see stuff that I've never seen yes. before boot Somehow they have bootlegs. I don't know if you can talk about that. Yeah, there's always there's always a fresh copy of Get Back to Toronto. In right. There, and you're like, right. what the hell? Ooh, yeah, I need to get another one of these. <laughs> Gotta refresh this <laughs> supply. Uh, but I've seen uh, the 8990 tour, like one of those big boots they did from, right. uh, they did like a double or triple LP yes, kind of collection yeah, yeah, yeah. of those. I've seen those in there. They just they just have everything. They're just wonderful. I'm really softening to that 89-90 tour. Oh, it's great. I remember when I was a kid, I didn't really get it. Because I'm like, why would I listen to this if I have <laughs> the 76 tour? Like, something about Paul playing that five-string oh, bass. Oh, yeah, the Yamaha. And that, like, really corporatized 80s mullet he has. I, um... The, the hair, I can see. I even never thought of it as a mullet. That one is a mullet. Maybe I just have a mullet identification problem. <laughs> I always <laughs> a map. <laughs> I always thought of that too as rock and roll hair. I'm trying to go up. Did uh, I just miss it? Completely? I think you did. I think yeah. 
Yeah, that, I think. Uh, why do I've been here a million times? Oh, here we go. I think yeah, you have this to go is past it. and then. Yeah, this that's is it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we are just in the parking garage. Yeah. Next to Amoeba, the I, movie theater. I was a little young for 8990, so I actually didn't go, although my dad got me a program, which I. That poured program over. is amazing. Yeah, yeah, it's great. It's great. Gives it like a little Beatle history. Yeah. And, uh, but I saw the 93 tour at Giant Stadium. Oh, I the, missed that the one. The New World Tour. What was that like? I was eight years old. I danced so hard. I was so excited for Live and Let Die. That was my favorite song when I was yeah, eight. Yeah, of course. Uh, and I knew... <laughs> I was eight years old, but I knew what his set list was for some godforsaken reason. Well, and I knew that Lady Madonna led into Live and Let Die. So when okay. Lady Madonna came on, I was so excited... I got on my chair and started dancing, and I f- tumbled backwards into several rows of oh, no. very polite, accommodating uh, men. <laughs> They're probably just amazing. You knew those that music. Yeah, yeah. This kid, he's one of us. Right. But the New World tour that was a big deal for me. And that was the tour that became Paul is Live. Yes. Yes, with Robbie's bit. Thanks, Chet. Yes. We asked him about that when we were at a fest one time. Yeah. Robbie used to do the... And, and Lord help me, I can't remember the answer. So I don't know who Chet is <laughs> any more than I did before I asked. All right, everybody. We are going into the movie. We will be back to you... Well, how long is it? An hour? I don't know. Is he going to be there? I know. No, he's he's doing a Q&A in L.A. He did a video today, a Martin Luther King thing, I think, in Washington. So I feel like he's not here. Is the Concord still running? No. <laughs> did they bring that thing back? They said Danny Sywell. He oh. lives out here. <laughs> People are just like, who is that? Yeah. <laughs> I'm in trouble now. Anything? We, we do. Do you have anything to say before he wrap it up I'm excited happy to be here with my buddy Ryan and uh, we're gonna check out some wings on the big screen back to you in a bit good evening all and welcome welcome for the fourth time again in Nederland from England wings okay
and yes uh historic <laughs> i mean i'm i didn't have a lot of words big barn bed seaside woman were both studio takes in fact seaside woman i think was an outtake or like an extended version yeah. of some kind um, it did feel like it went on yeah a little further than i remember it going yeah i mean that it was what 60 some minutes in a movie theater, no previews. What, 80% of that theater was full? Oh uh, yeah, it was a good turnout. It was a big turnout. I thought it was a great turnout for Paul. And uh, a lot of fans around. You knew some people there. Yes. Uh, in the audience. Uh, Alex, Chris, Ben, musicians in LA. Kind of man true. I know I was connected to the monkeys. It gives you a, uh, it gives you an interesting, uh, I, this is, this is one thing I struggle with. At concert films, do you applaud? Right. And sometimes I, I want to, I feel compelled to. Yes. But then other times I feel a little silly doing it, because obviously the performer can't do it. Right. That. But some of those performances. Oh, oh my God. The Mess, I the think, mess, was yeah. so good. Uh, I will say, Wildlife. I, I don't really care for that song no. all that much. Um, I think you guys on your show talked about how it goes on for it's so quite long. a while. It's like one of the longest songs ever, and you're like, oh, God. Uh, that one and Dear Friend are both sort of in the same category yeah. for me, but that version of Wildlife we saw right. tonight was excellent. It was unbelievable. Uh, his voice, I mean, he's just in prime Wings McCartney mode, you know. Um, there, there's not a lot of... Uh, it, it's, he sounds like a beetle. You know? Yeah. He sounds like a beetle. Yes. And even though there are like six outfit changes for each <laughs> song. <laughs> I was listening to an interview with Ken Mansfield, yeah. who was a, an old Apple scruff, and um, he was talking about how he was talking to McCartney. It wasn't Ken Mansfield. I think it was. Anyway, uh, he was talking to him about Oh Darling, and he right. was asking him why he was going through the singing it over and over and over mm -hmm. and over and over That's and over again. And, sure. and, uh, and McCartney's answer was, I can't do it like I used to. Huh. And that is late 20s McCartney. Yeah. <laughs> I, we right. saw him at 30 years old in this, and boy, he could still, like, Long Tall Sally, spot on. Perfect. It makes you wonder, like, what did it sound like? Like, what kind of singing is not on record that he could do? Because... I know, I know. I don't feel like Paul really starts to sing until 73 or 4 in Wings. Okay. I feel like the beginning of the Abbey Road era. All right. You disagree? I can point to some examples. Yeah, I please. Mean, I, think, I, I would mean, love if you did. Uh, look, 64 Long Tall Sally well, yeah. is sure. I, uh, arguably... I, as far as I'm concerned, maybe one of his best, if not the best vocals. It's just 
staggering what he was able to hit in that thing. I would point to like the end coda of Hey Jude as when he starts to understand yeah. what his voice is capable of, maybe? Right. So that's maybe like 68 is sort of the time. But you hear him like sort of talk about how he's self-conscious of his singing sometimes. I think there was an interview about Eleanor Rigby and he made some comment about how he thought he didn't sing yesterday well enough. And so this was wow. sort of his chance to do it right. Amazing. <laughs> or something. But yeah, maybe, I think he just sort of came into his own and that scream, that little Richard screaming thing was just, so became you, more prevalent. Right. So the long, tall Sally you heard tonight. Yeah. Is that as good? Or like, how does it rank against the recording? It sounds, like, sounds like a Beatle. I mean, yeah. it sounds, he was high energy. There was also that moment in Maybe I'm Amazed where he's sort of like swinging his sweat-drenched hair around. Yeah. And, and uh and really belting that one out. Which, by the way, the band was tight. We were talking a little bit about this on the on the walk to the car, but I just watched all those Wings rehearsals uh, right. from the Wildlife Box, and they're really rough there. Uh, but then you see this band here, and they, I think that college tour really, really broke them in. Yeah, for that sure. That early college tour. No, I never, ever have seen anything yeah. like that. Maybe I'm amazed. That's crazy. And, all of it, really. What was, uh, favorite track? Favorite cut? My favorite from Bruce McMouse. <laughs> That's a great question. Really good question. Was it the vaudevillian uh, dad's the, uh, mouse Yeah, dad it was like did. the little... Yeah. Is it a ukulele or a banjo <laughs> he's playing? Something like that, little yeah. mouse? Yeah. I mean, by... Okay, before I answer that question, the my favorite part of the whole thing was the very clearly inserted pre-song introductions <laughs> in some kind of sound stage. Yeah. You all having a good time? Yeah. Shaking your bums? We're, yeah, and where they're like in the performance, they're all sweating <laughs> and just like his sideburns are cut a different way. Yeah. And then they're, <laughs> it's like very clearly later, yeah, yeah, his yeah. hair is longer and he's just dry as a bone like, Oh, and uh, you know, this yeah. is uh, this is a song about animals and wildlife. And, oh, right, man. Yeah. Oh, amazing. I mean, wildlife. That was, I, a, was, a, was a contender, at least. It's a fan. contender. Yeah. I've never heard that song like that. And you said this earlier during this section of this. And he's just pinching out notes in his voice that... I've never heard him do yeah. ever. It's just what? Yeah. It's, maybe it's top shelf. Yes. Maybe it's on Oh Darling. Maybe it's on some early Beatles. But I, there's not many Wings records where you've heard Paul like that before. Well, well, that's an interesting. What? What do you? Where would you rank some of his top Wings vocals? So I think the '76 album as it stands some of those performances are the best versions of those songs okay yeah i think call me back again on venus and mars like that's something else yeah oh darlin's great i mean that's back to beatles so that voids that you said wings i really love uh his vocal on getting closer i think that one's got a nice uh I like that screamy sort of, uh, 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 what's the one he did with Nirvana? 
Cut me some slack. Cut me some slack. I, I like that kind of sort of raspy. The cigar box guitar <laughs> we're talking about? Right. I love that song. Um, Nirvana reunion. Yeah, with McCartney. Okay. Hey, man. <laughs> One very major part of that band is gone. <laughs> Be careful. And you got Paul McCartney in yeah. his place. Um, Wings vocals. Hi, hi, hi is a pretty good vocal. Yes, it is. Hi, hi, hi is good. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Silly Love Songs is hard to sing, but I wouldn't say that that's like a best vocal. I'm trying to think like... Yeah. Have you ever seen him do it where it's like... The, yeah, I mean, the live record where it's the... He's playing the bass, that bass line. Sure. It's still... Um, so The Mess... The uh, Mess w- was... Is a great vocal, but it was a great performance uh, in this Bruce McMouse. McMouse is the best mess? It's a good... It's a very good mess. Oh, it's you a, don't think it's the best? I think it's better. I think my ultimate mess is the live version B-side thing. Yeah. Um, that... Was it the hag? The hog? Yeah, something like that. Um, with... I don't know if it was the same... Perf- I was definitely the same tour's best friend, but the, so, so anyway. But I, I always sort of lumped those two together because it was for a while like the best we had of this iteration of Wings, and right. now we have all this stuff. So much stuff, which is fantastic. Uh, but the me- I think that's my version of the mess. The, the one tonight was like watching that one with a visual component. Yeah, which is great. It was really good. Um, so best friend, you mentioned best friend. Oh, I love that song. I've barely talked about best friend. Yeah. Now I think that was never released because he and Lennon had agreed not to continue the song fire exchange. I think that's the story. And that was a Lennon. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I did not know that. From what I understand. A lot of that stuff's conjecture, but from what I understand, that was one that was never released because they had buried the hatchet at that point. So that is the response to how do you sleep? Dear friend in that one, yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, they say, dear friend. Yeah. It's crazy. I'm speechless to that. I've never connected that. I don't know. I don't know why. It's a great track. Uh, really spirited vocal. I, not Maybe not the strongest song in the world. I feel like Chris would probably take issue uh, with Best Friend, perhaps. It's a little droney. I'm ask and he doesn't really like the rockers, it seems. Except when we talk to him. Okay, how do you feel about that? Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> But it's good. Yeah. I like it. I no, like it I really like that song. And it's like a weird sort of blues mm-hmm. where the chords kind of move around in a different way. Yeah. Tell me why, why, why you treat me so bad. You're the best friend I ever had. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, we should talk about Linda's vocals. Linda. Uh, Linda's vocals turned way down in way this. Way Yeah. Down. I am your singer. Way down. <laughs> She's barely visible on I Am Your Singer, or barely audible, I should say. And McCartney really does the heavy lifting on that, but also in the mix, they really did what they could. Also pulled it down, right? Yeah. You know, yeah, he's singing the lead and doing her parts as the lead, and she's like doing harmonies. She's in there, yeah. Something. She had a weird moment in the film where the where she sort of flirts with the. Dad mouse? Yes. Is, so is that Bruce? I guess that is Bruce, not the child. <laughs> the ki- who the hell is Bruce? I still don't know who that is. It's a good question. 
they don't really go out of their way to call him Bruce. <laughs> so there's the intro where Paul's like, oh, by the way, this is the truth. Yeah. And then they go to the thing, and then you're just watching a wing show for a while. Yeah. A song or two. And then you're like, oh, shit. The cartoon stuff comes back in. Oh, a bunch. A bunch. And there's like a British kid. Yes. With glasses, and then like... Yeah, well, let. Why don't we do this? Let us talk about the cartoon mouse nipples. Uh, that's where I was gonna go. It's a very sexualized cartoon mouse who's very into wings. Yeah, super into it. Calls everyone in town. Everyone comes down to the wing show. Cause everybody knows her, obviously. Right. Yeah, yeah. If you're a cartoon if I was a cartoon mouse... You would know her. I would, I'd like to want to know her. Yeah, that was pretty crazy. Yeah. And then she has a stoner brother, which is and just a Gungan-style portrayal. Right, uh, Gungan. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Um, strange. Uh, the, the, the brother voiced by Paul, the daughter voiced by Linda... Very odd uh, choices, although not, again, not um, without precedent. Uh, later on, uh, Paul would voice, I think, what, every character in Rupert? Yes. In the Frog Song? Yes. So, and oh, yeah, uh, what is it? Tropical Island Home, too. I think he does most of the voice. Him and Linda do most of those voices, too. Um, which, if you've never seen, and yeah, Tropical go, Island Home is crazy. Go check that out, for sure. Yeah. It is some weird... I, it came out in like 2005 yeah. or four yeah, or something yeah. like the, that. The animation collection. And it's a, I mean, it's a good recording. It's a good, strong yeah. Mac of vocal. It's the way that you bonga the bongo. It's the way that you bang the big bass of drum. Have you seen the promo photo of that where it's like him and the big squirrel? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he's in like almost like a Patagonian red <laughs> sweater. It's like. Dancing with a big squirrel. Like, that oh was a guy in the Beatles. I know, I know. So that one, I only knew for the longest time. It was, it's in the World Tonight documentary, the Flaming Pie thing. They, they, te- they sort of go to the studio where he's doing it, and they interview the is animator. That right? Yeah, and so that's all the only place I knew it from for years. And I was like, whatever happened to that? And then, like you said, in the animation collection in the mid two thousands, it came out along with Rupert the Frog song, and I think Tuesday is the other one. The, the one. Oh yeah, the that stuff's good. Um, anyway, drag that one out on the tour, Paul. Check. <laughs> we want a bang of the bongo. Come on. <laughs> I would love. <laughs> see that. Can you imagine if he busted out We All Stand Together? That would be amazing. Yeah, it would be amazing. You know, really, like, yeah. What is going on right now? Be amazing. Other things of note, like you said, the, the costume changes for the interstitial bits are definitely very jarring. Oh, it's so jarring. Because like you said, they go from sweaty to completely dry yeah. and everyone's hair looks a little different. Yeah, like, slightly I, different. I think Linda's... McCartney got a haircut. The mullet is in fuller force. Full bloom. Yeah. <laughs> it looks a little more like rock star hair. Right. In the actual shows. It's but. in between yeah. the full blown mullet you were talking about earlier and then. Yeah. You took a look in the mirror and said, these bangs need to die. <laughs> I gotta get a cut before I do these interstitials. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't mention this yet. 
high, 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 <laughs> proto high, high. I've never seen that before. Yeah, what'd you what'd you call the BTO version? It, it sounded like <laughs> Bachman Turner. I turned to Paul in the middle of the movie. It sounds like Bachman Turner Overdrive. <laughs> it really does just straight. It's yeah. not swung at all. Yeah. Until the last half. And so the people we were with tonight, they're like, they must have just written that. Yeah. Which I think that that makes sense. That would make sense. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Yes, you're yeah, right here. We're on the highway doing this. Hit the left East lane right there, yeah. yeah. We were talking about this earlier where, why did it why did it never come out? And I, I think it's because it took them a long time to animate it. I think that's the story I heard, yeah. And by the time that was done, he had been through, what, two iterations of Wings? Yeah. I think it was at least, almost, if not the London town era. <laughs> Just, you imagine a considerably different lineup. Right. The vibe is different. And I mean, Jimmy McCulloch had been in the band, and then had also yeah. exited the band. Right. Replacing our good friend Henry, who we saw on full display tonight. Wow, Henry. Well, wow, we didn't even talk about that. Very noticeably high, um, but animated. You know, uh, it was. It's cool to see him as a young dude. Uh, yeah, for sure. It's it all yeah, amazing. I'm not a, the biggest Joe Cocker fan, so I don't really have a knowledge okay. of seeing him perform with Joe Cocker. Yeah. But seeing him uh, in this was tremendous. It was really good. And Danny Sywell crushing it on the drums. Oh, unbelievable. A different vibe than Joe English, though. Like, when you when you yes. see Rock Show, it just gives you a different flavor. It's much more primal. Is that the right word? Is it? Yeah. Joe English, he's drumming with his hands like this, so he's yeah. bashing it, you know? He's, he's much more Abe-like, you know? Yes. Than Denny Sywell. Yeah, like a heavier sort of thing. And Sywell, it just reminded me of Ram. Yes. It's like an extension of Ram, what we yeah. saw tonight. Mm -hmm. Yep. We saw Eat at Home from Ram. Eat at Home, Bit Bop. Bit Bop. Woo. You're like, wow, okay, Bip Bop is all featured. Mary Had a Little Lamb. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Seaside Woman. I think we kind of covered them. I started think. out with yeah. Big Barn. Was it Big Barn Bed? Big that Barn was the Bed, first track? Yep, yep. My Love. Uh, maybe so it's just this weird period between Wildlife and Rud Rose Speedway. Yeah. Can you believe Band on the Run came out of that group? It's, I mean, at least three of them. <laughs> <laughs> That's absolutely nuts. Anyway. I had a great time. Thank yeah. you for having me. Likewise. We'll wrap this up. We'll do it. We have a long podcast. Well, you're listening to it now, so <laughs> you already know. Yeah. Thank you. Any final words, Paul? Oh, well, I was going to let you have them. But yeah, thanks. Uh, this has been uh, great, Ryan. Thank you very much. Thank you. It was an honor. Oh, the honor was all Bruce mine. Make a mouse, not moose. Good night. Our theme music is Martha, My Dear by John Lennon and Paul McCartney, realized by Ryan Brady. Take It Away, the complete Paul McCartney archive podcast is powered by Pippa.